Someday, this pain will be useful. This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. On my show, I'm giving you an inside look at the day-to-day of training towards the race of a lifetime. But this episode isn't about the hundreds of miles I'm logging or going fast around the track, but rather the mental training that I've had to do to be a functioning human in society. If you don't know, my story is kind of unusual. I was a fashion model for over a decade on the covers of magazines, but it wasn't long before that led to a life of substance abuse. I got addicted to alcohol, and before long, my life became unmanageable. So I had to clean things up. I got into a 12-step program, got a sponsor, and turned my life around. When I got into running, I ran a marathon this past fall that would have qualified me for the 2020 U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials. I ran a 2.44 marathon in Chicago in October, and there a seed was planted. It became my dream to really go after this or to continue being the best version of myself I can possibly be and become a serious athlete. So long story short, I'm here in Austin, Texas, training my tail off and working towards the Houston Marathon in about five and a half weeks, where I'm just going to continue chasing my goal. But like I said, this episode isn't necessarily about the training that's going into getting ready for this race, but rather using my pain or my emotional feelings that I have as fuel. Because let me tell you... (laughs) I've seen a lot and I have a lot of pain in my heart, like so many people, like most of us. And I just want to share with you guys what that looks like, because I think that it's important for me to be very honest and open about how I get myself out of bed every day, because it's not always easy. So if you've listened to some of my past episodes, I talk about how I decided a few weeks ago then I needed to just change my entire routine. As someone who is nine months back from relapse, I've been very diligent about my my spiritual progress in the 12-step program. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, let me just lay it out for you a little bit more, um, more in layman's terms. But that is that Basically, I had a good chunk of time sober. I got sober in 2019. Um, I hit rock bottom and decided I needed to get my, my act together. And I called a friend, got into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. And before I knew it, I was like, yeah, okay, I want this lifestyle. I want to be sober and going after my dreams. And so I did. But that said... Um, the pandemic happened and a lot of things led to, one thing led to another and about a year ago, I broke my sobriety and I relapsed. And then um, that relapse led to another relapse and in the March March of this year, so earlier this year, I had to reassess how I was going to stay sober. And the thing is, is that in the program that I'm in, Um, I needed to be held accountable. So I needed to have a little bit more of a structure where um, somebody else, I'm like handing over my 
my work and making it so that like I am not just the only one in charge of my sobriety. So that said, I got a sponsor and I really commit to this whole process of true recovery. So I'm working the steps, I'm going to meetings, and I'm staying connected, working this amazing, beautiful program um, towards staying sober. So my sobriety and my running go hand in hand. I have to, I, I run in order to get my head on straight every day. It's like, it's part of my routine. It's part of, it's just like brushing my teeth. But it also only works that I'm also running in conjunction with having my program or having my my 12-step program um, at the forefront of what's in my mind. So I notice that when I'm working on myself and I'm really trying to um, surrender to this process, I'm actually a better athlete and I'm actually more perceptive towards opportunities. So when I decided a few weeks ago that I needed this radical change in my life, I needed to get out of New York as it was getting colder and the days were getting shorter, I was very like perceptive to opportunities and thought, huh, I wonder if I could just go to Austin. Austin is warmer and there are a bunch of really amazing athletes here that I could train with going after the same goal at the same race. And sure enough, uh, it all worked out. And I, within weeks, I was packing my backpack and I wound up down here in Austin. So I saw that as something that was directly related to my connection to my sobriety and being just very attuned to opportunities and just listening to that still small voice inside of me that was guiding me and telling me what was going to help protect my sobriety. Because, you know, it's it's tricky. Like people think that you get to a certain point in recovery where you just don't think about drinking again or picking up and you're just like cured or healed. And I don't think of it like that. And I, I think of it more like I need to be constantly, constantly doing the work and keeping my spiritual hygiene in check of staying so tethered to my North Stars and my big goals as a runner. And that just helps the cravings um, fall by the wayside and helps keep me on, on track and on path to staying sober. Now, in sobriety, it is no secret that life still happens. It's not like you get sober and then everything is a miracle and it all works out and wow, I, I made it to Texas and things are awesome now. No, I still have a lot of shit that I have to deal with. Like, I I had mentioned this in the last episode of how I had like kind of a traumatic breakup right before I left. And, you know, life stuff or going through these emotions, it's not necessarily easier in sobriety, but I feel like you're more aware of the feelings and able to ride them out and actually properly heal than numbing them out with a substance like alcohol. So one thing that I did is I thought, okay, you know, I am going to use this pain um, from, from this whole situation and turn it into something positive that I can be proud of and good, like make it something good, make it something positive. And, uh, you know, <laughs> even just work on myself more, use it as an excuse to really work on myself instead of just run to the next thing to distract myself. 
So that said, I was actually watching some YouTube videos tonight um, after I got home from, from a meeting where this woman was talking about how when you're processing hard feelings, you know, whether it's a breakup or a death or, you know, all kinds of stuff that we go through, um, you need to validate those feelings and, and like let yourself feel it. So if that means, you know, watching some sappy romantic comedy and crying and listening to sad music or whatever you have to do, validate it. And for me, sometimes that means spending uh, a lot of time on the phone with my sponsor or with people people in my community and just talking about my feelings and my therapist and just, you know, fleshing things out and going, like, why, why do I feel this way? Okay, like just bouncing off of people. And like, I think for me, um, I'm just really trying to prioritize actually feeling the stuff instead of like run away from that. Because I think for so long in my life, I always tried to avoid pain. But now I'm just letting myself experience the pain. And I think this goes hand in hand with how to train with running too. Because yesterday at my first track workout with my new team, with the people that I'm I'm training with going after this big goal that I have, I didn't even like let myself get too worried. I knew this workout was going to hurt. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be something that I'd have to like dig in and really break the seal and just like let myself feel it. But I, I noticed that like when I gave myself permission to let it be hard and be like, oh, this is just gonna really hurt for a second. I It wasn't as bad. And I kind of have been noticing that with the feelings that are surrounding this whole, you know, breakup, which I'm, I'm going to be totally honest, like, Part of me wants to just be like, oh, yeah, like I'm over it. It's fine. Like I'm good. Like bounce back. I'm strong. I'm Lucy the Viking. But, you know, I think it's important to say like, no, like that's it's important to feel stuff. And so I think what I'm trying to say here is what whatever it is that you're going through, A, everybody has something that they're going through. They, we all have stuff. B, use it. Use it for something good. Like, Okay, yeah, you got dumped, but what can you learn from it to cause radical change in your life to turn things around for the better? For me, I was like, well, maybe this is just a sign that I really need to learn on how to communicate. Like, I, I might be really bad at communication and like this is an opportunity for me to listen to YouTube videos and think about how to talk to people as well as work on my craft and use it as like a blessing of like, oh, I don't have, um, I don't have to be caught up in the stress of being there for someone else when I can just focus on my craft. And, you know, I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know like with this race. Like, yes, I'm training and putting in the work and stuff. But I'm also just thinking that it's important like in this here and now, in the process of life, just working on controlling the things that I can and accepting that, um, like it's, it's a bit, I'm, what I'm getting at, like the serenity prayer that we always say, to put it quite simply, is um, this. It is, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Accept the things I cannot change. Then have the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. 
So when I say that to myself, I say it on my knees every single night before I go to bed. I sit by the side of my bed and I pray and I say this. And I really am asking for my higher my higher power to give me that sense of inner peace to be able to go after the things that I know I can fix like you know paying my bills or you know training with ferocity but then also things that I have no control over just letting that letting that be by the wayside and not trying to micromanage and have that control over every single little thing and sometimes feelings fall into that category of like, I I can't control that I just woke up and felt kind of sad today. I felt kind of shitty. I felt kind of sad. And I was like, you know what? I just feel this way. So I'm going to just go do what I do, which is run 12 miles easy. And then go treat myself to some salmon. And then, you know, go to a meeting and talk to other people who are dealing with stuff. And so, yeah, that's just a small piece of how I use my pain as fuel and... Excuse me, and I hope, I hope that it resonates with somebody out there, and that it um, it can help you in some way. Whether it's you're going after a big athletic goal or just navigating life, who knows? Maybe you have a big career goal that you're chasing. But yeah, so if you have anything that you wanna you wanna share feedback, um, I try to answer everybody's DMs that I can. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at l u c i e b e a t r ix and until next time just be fast just win